It is day two of Daf Base. We are holding the Gemara on Daf Base on at the start of the Gemara, following the Mishnah that we learned yesterday. In the Mishnah, we learned the very first thing. There are four Rosh Hashanahs, and the first of Nisan is the first of those four Rosh Hashanahs. The first of Nisan is Rosh Hashanah Lamalochim, for kings, for the monarchy. We explained a little bit when we learned the Mishnah. The Gemara is going to elaborate. Lamalochim, for kings. Lamai Hilchasa. For the sake of which law was a standard date of the first of Nisan established in this context? The Gemara says, Amr of Chister. Of Chister says, Nishtoris. It's for the purpose of legal documents. As we explained when we learned the Mishnah, legal documents were dated with reference to the year of reign of the particular monarch who happened to be reigning at the time the document was written. This now as we learned in the following Mishnah. This is a Mishnah in Shavir's. The Mishnah says, Shtori chov ha-mukdomin psulin v'ham if you have a predated debt document, it's not valid. But if it's post-dated, it's valid. What are predated and post-dated documents? So predated means that the date of the loan document is before the date the loan was made. And post-dated means the date on the loan document is after the date the loan was made. Why is that important and why do the rabbis invalidate a predated loan document? So the reason is when someone lends somebody else money, and they document the loan in a loan document signed by two witnesses, what that does is it creates a stronger loan. And if the lender is unable to get his money back from the borrower, the lender can actually go to anyone who's bought real estate, anyone who's bought land, real property, from the borrower since the date of the loan, of the loan agreement, and he can go with his loan contract, with his loan agreement, and he can say to the buyer of any property from the borrower, hey, you bought this property from that borrower after we signed this loan document. He's unable to pay me back. I am going to take the value of my loan from the value of the land that you bought, from the land that you bought from him after the date that I made a loan to him. And now we can understand why it's so important what date is on the loan document. Consider a couple of simple examples. Imagine that Ruvain lends money to Shimon in February 2023. And they sign a loan document in February 2023 about the loan. And then in March 2023, Shimon sells land to Levy. And in April 2023, Ruvain comes to get his money back from Shimon. Shimon can't pay. Ruvain goes to Levy and takes the value of his loan from the land. Everything here is kosher. The loan was made before the sale of the property from Shimon to Levy. That all works fine. But now consider, what if Ruvain lends money to Shimon in March 2023? And they sign a loan document dated January 2023. It's predated. They date the loan document two months before the actual loan happened. And in February, Shimon sells land to Levy. In February, before the loan actually took place, but after the date in the loan agreement. So now in April, when Shimon cannot pay back, Ruvain is going to go to Levy. And he's going to show him the loan document. It's dated in January, which is before Levy bought the land from Shimon. But it is actually two months before the actual loan took place. Ruvain should not be able to take land from Levy in this case. Because actually, he's got a predated loan document. And actually, he should only be able to take land from someone who bought land from Shimon after the loan was made in March. Anytime after that, if someone bought property from Shimon... Ruvain will be able to get some of that land, the value of that land. But he's going to go now and against the rules, against the halacha, he is going to go and claim the land from Levi. 
because this document is predated. So in such a scenario, the rabbi said, we invalidate a predated loan document because it will re- could result in detriment to a third party who shouldn't have to lose the land that he bought from the borrower, but he's going to end up losing it because the loan document is fraudulently, so to speak, predated. However, in the converse case where it's post-dated, such as, for example, where Ruven lends money to Shimon in March 2023, and they date the loan document in May 2023, two months after the loan was made. Shimon sells land to Levy in April, after the loan was made, but before the loan was documented. So now, in July 2023, when Shimon can't pay back and Ruven comes to claim land from one of the buyers of land from Shimon, what happens? Ruvain pulls out the loan document and he can't claim the land from Levy because the loan document is dated after the date that the loan actually took place and therefore it's also after the date that Levy bought the land from Shimon. And therefore Levy is not going to get caught out because the loan document is post-dated. And since the only person who serves to lose in a case where the loan document is post-dated is the lender, So the rabbi said, okay, we'll allow such a loan document. They might not like it. It's not dated on the right date. But the only person who could lose is the lender. No one who bought land from the borrower could possibly lose out with a post-dated loan document. And therefore the rabbi said, it's kosher. So now we get back to the Gemara's question. Remember, the Gemara wanted to know, why can't we just work out how long a king has been in power based on the date that he came to the throne. Why do we need a date that is common for all kings, the first of Nisan, as being the date on which one year of the king's reign ends and the next one begins? Why don't we just say, look, each king came to the throne on a particular date and after they reach their one year anniversary, back on that date, then they move into their second year or their third year, etc, etc. Why do we have to have the first of Nisan as a common date for all kings? So Rashi explains with reference to an example. Rashi says, imagine the following scenario. Imagine that two witnesses come before the court and they say, this lender lent money to this borrower in Tammuz of the third year of a particular king's reign, in Tammuz of that year. And they also, a document is produced in front of the court that is dated in Kislev, a different month, but also in the third year of that king's reign. And that is signed by these two witnesses. They say, we didn't see the loan made in Kislev, but we signed a document about that loan and the document was dated in Kislev. Now remember, the lender can only go and get his money back from land, from real estate, real property sold by the borrower after the date of the loan. He can only go and do that with reference to the date in the loan document, not with reference to when the witnesses say the loan was verbally only with reference to the date in the loan document. So we've got a loan that was made in Tammuz and a loan document that was dated Kislev. And they're both in the third year of a particular king's reign. So Rashi says, what happens if the Betdin don't know what date that king came to power? We don't know what date he came to power. If he came to power, for example, in Sivan, one month before Tammuz, he came to power in Sivan. Well, then that would mean that Tammuz in the third year of his reign is before Kislev in the third year of his reign. Because Tammuz is immediately after Sivan, Kislev isn't until several months later. 
So then it will turn out that the loan document is post-dated. The loan happened in Tammuz and the loan document is dated several months later in Kislev and the loan document would be valid because a post-dated loan document is valid. But what if the king came to power at a different time of year? He came to power in Cheshvan, one month before Kislev. He came to power in Cheshvan one month before Kislev. That would mean that the loan was made six, eight months after the, lo- the loan document was signed. And the loan document that was signed in dated Kislev actually predates the loan that wasn't made until Tammuz several months later. And then you'd be dealing with a predated loan document because the king came to power in Cheshvan. That means the third year of his reign began in Cheshvan. Kislev, the loan document is signed, dated Kislev, and the loan is only made in Tammuz of the third year. And therefore the loan document would be invalid. But the rabbis, the bet in that, that, in that generation, they don't know what year the king came to power. And they're going to have a big problem, a big headache. Is this a post-dated or a pre-dated loan document? Is it valid or is it not? And to avoid this problem, the rabbis said, you know what? We're going to have one date on which all kings are considered to tick over to the next year of their reign and then if we have this scenario where we have a loan in one month and a loan document dated another month we will never have a problem of not being able to tell whether the loan document is post-dated or predated. and that is the explanation of this piece of Gomorrah we're out of time we're going to hold here for today I wish you all a very good day